This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. NBA Finals starts Thursday night, Game 1, where the Celtics will be three-and-a-half-point dogs on the road. Golden State opens up as the favorites, minus 165 on the money line to back Boston to win the game, plus 140. Total. 211 and a half. We welcome in now James Young, Sports Grid basketball analyst. Coach, thanks for joining us here on Memorial Day. How's your day been? Wait a minute. I, I, I thought I was the highlight up tonight. Forget yeah. hockey, forget baseball. I thought JY was the highlight. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Did I had you, a nice day at the It's like, are you like Jay? You're like Jay Wow, but it's JY? It's just yeah, JY. It's just. You know, Tristan just rolled nice and easy with James Young, JY. But uh, JY, Coach, like, I hear J-Y. you're. Uh, I hear you've been on the beach all day, or you been, you're at the Jersey Shore. What are you doing, hanging out with Mike the Situation and Snooky? And JY. Well, yeah. well, it's fun. <laughs> situation does have a place a couple of blocks away from us, but does he? Uh, no, I got yeah, you know we're over in Long Branch. Got a spot at a Promenade Beach Club, so I uh, had a couple of cold ones, and you know, figure I'd come in here and and, and talk some hoops. Well, let's do it, man. Game one. Actually, first, before we even get to game one, your thoughts on game seven last night. Uh, Jimmy Butler with a great effort. I've been called the Jimmy Butler hater as a Bulls fan, but he was awesome, especially in the fourth quarter. Pulls up from three, uh, misses it. I thought he should have just went to the cup and tried to get fouled. He had Al Horford one-on-one. I understand the decision, though. Uh, Your thoughts on that game and Boston advancing to the NBA Finals? You know, I've gone back and forth with this all day, guys. And I have to be honest, when Jimmy drove the ball, Al Horford closed down. If you watch, the whole lane opened up for Jimmy Butler to get to the cup and, and at least get a foul or maybe even get a hand one. But then you have to think about it. 48 minutes, guy never came out the game. He's probably on his last legs. All they got to do is if they take the lead, if they shoot and hit that three, I don't care what Eme draws up, the game is over. Yeah. So he went for it. And when you have a guy that had 47 in game six, I do believe it's 47, and 35 in game seven, I guess at the end of the day as a coach, you want him to go to the basket, but because it's Jimmy Butler, you live with it. If yeah. it was anybody else on the floor, they would have to be going into witness protection after taking that shot. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Coach, I'm curious about this matchup, right? I think a lot of people are very excited about it. Hopefully we get good basketball for the first time in a whole series since maybe the first round, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. even play-in vibes uh, as well. So I'm curious about this matchup in your opinion. Uh, who like who is the biggest mismatch? How do you think the this coaching battle is going to go? And like, where would you place odds on Boston being able to do what you know a lot of people don't expect them to be able to? Uh, TK, it's going to be tough for them. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I think my concern with Boston, to be quite honest with you, is they run into times where they struggle to score. Right. And I'm not talking about a like a position two. 
Two minutes. Talking about minutes. Minutes, yes. Minutes. Yeah. Sometimes a quarter. You can't give a team like Golden State a four or five minute stretch where you can't make a basket because they're just going to exploit you. And that means you're going to need, you can't, and listen, I know Jason Tatum got MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals, and I'll be honest, that could be another discussion. I don't think it should have been him. I think it should have been Jimmy Butler. Same. Because if Miami didn't have Jimmy Butler, forget winning the series, they get swept. Like, maybe they win the game that Bam dropped 31, but that's a five-game series. But you can't have a Jason Tatum to show up in a game like he did in game number three and go three for 14. You can't have a game where he went game three against or game two against Milwaukee or so game three, four for 19. You, he can't do that. And honestly, neither can Jalen Brown because I think this thing is this. This the game last night went under, right? When what was it? One ninety six. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see games going under two hundred five, two ten, because I think Golden State is too explosive offensively, and they're tough to guard. So if you're a Boston backer, you can't have a stinker by Brown or Tatum, because if either one of them have a stinker, that's a loss. And if they do that in one each of the game, games, that's two losses. Now you only got two to play with. So you have to be really careful with those two, and they got to shoot the ball extremely, extremely well. Is the game plan for Boston to find ways to physically wear Steph out by putting more physically imposing bigger guys? Because Boston's a, a really big team. Yeah, they're, they're, they're big and they're physical. That's why you look at a guy like Derek White. You don't know how effective he could be in this series because of the fact that he's kind of small like Steph, but if I if I was Ime, I would do kind of what people have done to Steph his whole career, and he does Ime does a good job of it. Get them into action, what we call false motion, where you just do movement, cutters, screens to get into what you want to run, and you got to switch and get a matchup and make Steph work. That is the big thing I think needs to happen with Boston. You got to make Steph work defensively because. It's where you can wear out a great player. So that's what I think that needs to happen with Boston in regards to Steph on that end. Yes, when he has the ball, yes, run different guys at him, be physical on him, bump him a little bit coming off screens, don't give him clean looks. That would be what I would take with that. But I think the real key with this series is if for order for Boston to have a chance, TK, Besides the whole uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum matchup, you got to punish them inside with Horford and Williams. Like, you, you, you have to make Golden State pay inside with them because that's why I still think they're Achilles healing. The team that did it to them the most was when Jaron Jackson Jr. went inside and beat them up a couple of games. That has got to be Boston, trust me, but the only problem is TK is that's not how they're built. So if you're Ime, do you change what you do as a coach based off of what the weakness of opponents are, or do you do what you do? And those are the two things that, as a coach, you struggle with. Do you do what we do best, or do you attack what they don't do well and try and win that way? 
Coach, if you want to play the Warriors series price, they're minus 160, but you could play Steph, who's never won a Finals MVP, to finally win Finals MVP plus 110. But now that he got the uh, Magic Johnson Western Conference MVP award, do you think that maybe they'll look to give it to somebody else, like Clay Thompson, 14 to 1? I would like to make the case for Clay because he's such a great story, but he just doesn't look great right now. Uh, Jordan Poole's 25 to 1. I really like Andrew Wiggins. I actually would have given him the award, uh, the Western Conference Award, because he was so good defensively against Luka. Could you make the case for anybody other than Steph if you like the Warriors to win it all and don't want to lay minus 160? My brother, you are speaking my language. <laughs> because if I, if I, if I would have put money on someone, if you had a couple of bucks lying around, I would put it on Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Because I think if you think about how this is going to match up, that could be where there could be some explosiveness by Golden State to use Andrew Wiggins um, against Tatum, who may have to save himself a little bit more um, to be able to uh, score. But then you look at the fact that if you go if you go small ball with, with Draymond, and I know Kayvon Looney's had a really good last couple of games in last series, but if you go small ball and you put Wiggins at the floor, you can't expect Al Horford to check him. Like, let, let's, let's just be real about yeah. it. Andrew Wiggins will abuse him. Kind of like the one game that Bam uh, abused him. By the way, shout out to Bam. I don't know where you were. You came up short for one game. He disappeared for two games, short for last game. But that's another story for another day. Yeah. But I do think that's someone you may want to look at is Andrew Wiggins. But if it's not going to be Andrew Wiggins, it's it's going to be Steph. They're going to give it to Steph. And I, interesting enough, all right, I think something that, that should be looked at is I do think the play that I like more than anything is I like Golden State. I just think that's a that was a better yeah better matchup for them than Miami because Miami would have mucked the game up. But you were worried about Miami getting to the finish line. I wonder if something to look at is taking a series spread at Golden State minus one and a half and plus one fifty five. I like that. Golden yeah. State in six and Golden State yeah. six or less. I mean, you could argue, guys. You could argue that Golden State could beat them in five. Like if you would have told me, sweet, I'd be like, no, 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 no. Boston, good one. If you had told me five, I'd have been like, yeah, that could happen. If you told me six, I would tell you that definitely could happen. So I do think that Golden State minus one and a half in a series for the plus 155 on bet MGM is actually a pretty good play right now. I like that too. I was just talking to that. We, we were right before we went to you. I said before we went to our first break, I was like, Golden State and six. Like, it's that's what it is for me. Yeah. 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 I, that, that'd probably be the way I'd go. Warriors and six, maybe Warriors and seven. Just in terms of the matchups, coach, what you've seen and and how both uh, coaches are going to try to exploit matchups. Uh, who, what props would you look to play? Uh, obviously, we don't have pricing out for everything now. Game's going to be on Thursday, but you know who who would you look to target? I, I definitely think you, you have to look at Andrew Wiggins with his points prop. I just think he's been really dynamic. Um, he's playing like. The one guy that Carl Anthony Towns, what he was playing like when he was in uh, with the Timberwolves. Um, I do think Jalen Brown's three-point prop has got to be something that's got to be watched. And I do think you're going to get – Robert Williams Al Horford is going to give you a couple of games where they rebound the ball like crazy. I don't know if Kayvon Looney's going to be the answer for them. I just think Robert Williams' guys is such – I don't want to call him an enigma – but he is someone that can literally get you. I think Rob Williams, honestly, guys, can be a 16-10, 16-11 guy in the NBA every night. As an old board, lob threat, and a couple of post plays. 
don't give them the ball. So look at Robert Williams. If they keep hanging that number at like seven and a half or so, I could see him getting over that, especially if they are going to go small at times with Draymond at the five. Who gets? Oh, sorry, really quickly. Who oh, yeah, gets yeah. more? Who gets more play for Boston? Al Horford or Grant Williams? You got to go with the experience. I mean, I think Grant Williams does some really good things that can help them out. But I think that because of the fact that you can play Al at the four or Al at the five, I think he gets more burn. And let's be honest, TK, we just don't know what we're getting out of Robert Williams. Right. So it's very easy for email to say, all right, whoops, we'll slide you, Al Hooper, to the five. We'll slide, you know, Grant Williams to the four. And then we'll, we'll slide you know, Tatum to the three. And if you look at that matchup, that could be favorable at times for Boston if they try to go small and they try to go with, let's say, you know, Steph, Clay, and, you know, um, Pool, let's say, as it's a three. Um, So that would be interesting. So then you could roll Tatum into the post and try to take mismatches at it, play high-low, and then you got someone like Horford, who's still at a five guys good enough to shoot the ball from the perimeter, so you just can't collapse on him like you can with Robin Williams on the perimeter. So I think that's an interesting match. The other thing we have to look at, guys, is what is Gary Payton's impact going to be the second? Sorry, yeah. Chelsea's pops. Uh, you got to see what his impact's going to be, because I thought at times one of the best players for Miami was Oladipo, and it was more for his defense because he was absolutely hounding Jalen Brown at times. Coach, thanks so much. Enjoy the games. We'll talk again soon, and uh, enjoy the rest of your holiday. And the beach club. Oh, yeah. All day, every day, TK. You know that. (laughs) I got to go to the beach club. That's James Young, sports grid. JY. Basketball analyst. Doing a great job.